Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. Mm, who wants to do this fucking podcast tonight? Not me. Not me. Fucking exhausted. Emotionally. Mentally. I am fucking drained. How about you guys? Wait till the end of the season, brother. <laughs> Just wait. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. <sighs> good day. Good day to me, Jay. Yes. You can't come up with a better fucking response after these two losses. Shitty night to you, Craig. <laughs> shitty night to you as well, Barry. Nice. A shitty night to everybody. Wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or positive review. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that has three smart guys that do a thorough job in covering the Knicks. What a sell. What the fuck? <laughs> That is from our loyal listener, Ralph, who I posed that question because I'm just running out of fucking ammo for that line. And I posed it during the game. And in the middle of that fucking heated Sixers game, here we have our listener, Ralph, who we've joked around is the most wholesome fucking Knicks fan you will ever find, says that. Three smart guys that do a thorough job in covering the Knicks. Ralph, that's almost a fucking insult. (laughs) There 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 were no fire emojis at the end of that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm going to delete that fucking shit off Twitter, Ralph. What's the opposite of a fire emoji? A wet noodle or something, maybe? A soggy noodle? <laughs> we do a thorough job in covering the Knicks? That's what we fucking do here? A thorough job. Maybe. Thanks, Ralph. I suppose his intentions were good. All right, before we get to the craziness of the next two nights, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. With the tournament coming, so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest. They also have a lot of cool prop bets for the. They do. Uh, what what are some madness. of your favorites? So here's an interesting category. Um, they're having a little fun here. They say, which team will, quote, go down? End quote. Excuse me? First in the NCAA tournament. Will it be Moorhead oh. State or will it be Oral Roberts? You could bet on that <laughs> just for the fuck of it, you know? Moorhead State and Oral Roberts? I w- yes. It made me think of this. You know we're going to bust on you. You know we're going to bust on you? Yeah. That's your great drop. I didn't say it was a great one, but you said it last week. You were going to bust on me. And I'm back in the win column t- today, Craig, for uh, my bets. I took the Knicks uh, getting seven. Against okay, uh, there Philly, you go. so there you go. Knicks lose, Barry wins. Anyway, Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Back to back road games against the two best teams in the East. Probably no other two teams that you want to hate more. Very hateable. Yeah. Uh, This Knicks team earned 
I think so much respect from a lot of Knicks fans these past two nights. Going toe-to-toe with these two great teams without a point guard, obviously without Mitch, who's about to come back. Uh, The comeback against Brooklyn and then grinding it out against Philly. A big part of me wants to chalk these two losses up as positives. And even before the end of the Brooklyn game, I was planning on tweeting out that this was a great loss. Yeah, and I usually hate I usually hate moral victories. I'm not no, no, one no, that's about no moral them. victories. No moral but I victories. did I did come out of that Nets game though with like where where it felt like one. The way that they climbed back, that the defense down the stretch, you know, to me that if there was going to be one that was that was it. You know, and we saw it carry over into the Philly game. Unfortunately, it didn't come out with the win, but I mean it felt like it was there. I mean they they fucking played hard. They wanted that fucking win just you know, they, they couldn't hold it together. I mean, I, th- I think it caught up to them, you know, those back-to-backs. As good as these losses were, I guess, it's also devastating to come that close to at least coming away with one win in these two games, especially the Philly game. The Brooklyn game, we came back and then we had a chance to tie it at the end. Of course, the refs ruined a lot of that feel-good feeling that we most of us had because they kind of took away our chance to at least see if we could tie it. And then, yeah, this game against the Sixers being up as many as, what, 12, 10, 12? I think 10. I think the largest lead they had tonight was 10. And then the fourth quarter against the Sixers, fucking 26 to 14. We couldn't do anything down the stretch. Yeah, we yeah. outscored them in each of the first three quarters. Like, like you said, Greg, we went into that fourth quarter up nine. It was 82 to 73. And yeah, to get outscored like that well, down the they, stretch. They, they lost for two reasons tonight. They were four of 18, I think, in the fourth, right? Four of 18. And they were... Putrid from the foul line. Putrid. Yeah, we were also four of 18 because we're, first of all, our offense is one of the worst in the NBA. And we're playing without a fucking point guard. Alec Burks is our point guard down the yeah, stretch. Yeah, and their legs were shot at the at that point. It's so hard to beat these. It's, so, it's hard to beat any NBA team with our offense down the stretch. And really, as great as Randall's been, I don't know, he can't be, he's like the one go-to guy at the end of games. We don't have a point guard to obviously create. Randall's filling so many shoes throughout the entire game, depending on who he's on the court with and depending on the situation. He, he's point guard, you know, a quarter of the time. Uh, he's got to play the five sometimes. He's got to be the one you know, to, to facilitate everybody else. And then he's got to be the scorer. You know, it's so much that he carries on his shoulders. You know, we're seeing 40 minutes a game from him of late. They were so sloppy down the stretch. They need, I mean, they need somebody to run the point. I mean, in the worst way right now. Where is Derek Rose? Where is he? Well, he's 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 still under that protocol. I mean, I think Tibbs came How out long, today. What, does he have COVID? It, they never came out and said it, but they did. Tibbs did say today that he's feeling better. He's been gone for a long time. He's feeling better. Yeah. So I mean, that would lead you to believe that he had it. You know, like no one ever said he had it, but he right. hasn't played a game since the twenty eighth. He's been out since March second under this protocol. I mean, then he had to have had it. He had to have. That's, it all points to that, yeah. And Alfred Payton just still has this strained calf? Hamstring, right? Hamstring. Uh, Although, that, I mean, that was the original injury he has. You can't keep track with this fucking team. <laughs> and I thought Austin Rivers was out because he had a baby, but the baby is coming. They haven't had the baby yet. They didn't? The fiance no. didn't have a baby? I thought I, even no. Breen said that that, I, that he had. I thought they had the baby, <laughs> but apparently they have not had the baby yet. Where the fuck is he? <laughs> What what is going on? Did you see that tweet from Damian Lillard yeah. after um, the Julius Randall play at the end of the game, where Damian Lillard said, "Kai blocked Julius Randall's shot attempt. Why did Scott Foster blow the whistle and give the Nets the ball there?" 
That's what all Knicks fans were fucking saying. Until so today NBA when it was explained. <laughs> and what did today. the NBA say exactly, The, the NBA said that it was the correct call. That's right. Do you, do you agree with it? Yeah, I mean, after reading the rule in the actual fucking I mean, rule book and hearing it explained. Yeah, the, the deal was he would have had to have actually let go of the ball when Kyrie, sw- when Kyrie swatted the ball. And basically, and like, let it? it hit the no, and, and let it hit the ground. But then, but of you course, run the risk. that's not a travel. He went up with the ball and came down with the ball. Right, because he maintained possession after Kyrie swatted the ball. Yeah, but in his what was motion. that? What was that rule that Tommy Beer tweeted out? I don't know what, what he tweeted out. I'm just telling you that that yeah, like like Blandy just said, and like they they and and they had that that senior vice president of the referees with that beard and those crazy glasses. Don't give a it fuck what they tw- say. <laughs> That's he never the lost control look, of the ball. Greg, I was fucking pissed last night also, just as pissed as Julius was, and and I didn't understand it either, and I thought it was the wrong call, but then, yeah, after hearing it, it was the right call. So what are you going to do? It was a good play by Kyrie, uh, and, and I mean, you can't fault Julius either because obviously he felt like he didn't have a good shot going up. So, you know, there were other plays he could have made, like throwing the ball off of Kyrie or, you know, or again, trying to let the ball drop and get his body between the ball and Kyrie. He's not a referee, Tommy Beer. Oh, no, shit, really? Is that true? Sure that's accurate? Let's look at some positives. RJ's been playing great. RJ's been playing great. Six 20-plus point games over the last eight. He got 17 against the Sixers. His defense, Craig, has been phenomenal. He showed me a lot against Ben Simmons tonight in in this one stretch where he drew a foul against Ben Simmons. Simmons was pissed. Simmons came down the other end, drew the foul on RJ, right? And then RJ came right back and threw up an alley-oop to Nerland's Noel when Ben Simmons was all over him. And then again, on the next possession, threw down a slam dunk on the break. And RJ just comes through in big situations over and over for me. I mean, I mean, look, his confidence never wavered since he put on a Knicks uniform. But the fact that now, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing the play. You know, like like you said, the consistent play that he's been making, the smart moves he's been making. And, and like I said before, his defense was incredible. The end of that Nets game, he he played great, great defense that I don't think got enough credit. Um, he was one of the big reasons why they were able to get back in their game and why they got so many stops. And he's been able to follow it through on the offensive side of the, uh, of the court. It's been terrific. Yeah, and how about at the end of that Brooklyn game, all the trapping? that the Knicks were doing. That was awesome too. In in, in an yeah. NBA game where like the final minute usually takes 20 minutes because, you know, they're just fouling, fouling, fouling to get guys to the line to stop playing, hope that they miss free throws. This Thibodeau defensive-minded team actually set up awesome traps that worked, that got them the ball back. You know, unfortunately, because of the officiating, it didn't get them the ball where they wanted it on the court, but at least it got them the possessions. It, it was so awesome to watch. I mean, they tried to do it in the Philly game, and they were calling fouls on them right away. Automatically calling fouls. Oh yeah, at the yeah. end, at the end there. But you can tell that they've been you can tell that they've been working that on that in practice because yeah. it was so coordinated how the three guys just came to the ball and knew exactly what to do and it happened over and over again. A beautiful thing to watch and you know we've been clamoring for for New York to get this defensive identity and I mean they've done it in what half a season. They fucking have done it. Other teams know that that's what they're going to face. Um you know again these these two top teams in the East it's their defense that kept them in these games and, and made it so close. Yeah, for a team that's going to struggle so much offensively, especially down the stretch, to have that in your back pocket is huge. And to, I almost think that Thibodeau should trap more at the end of these close games because you can't really count on the offense. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but I get so pumped up when they make a great defensive spot uh, stop 
and run down the court. It gets me more excited than a good offensive play does. Yeah, now Mitch is about to come back. They announced he's been cleared for contact, right? Cleared for contact. It's a weird phrase, right? What does that even mean? Cleared for takeoff. That's what that fucking means. Contact is when like you like you touch somebody else. It is, yeah. right? Yeah. He's not mm-hmm. cleared for um oral yet, but no. just strictly above. Well, I mean, that's oh, contact just- <laughs> also. There's contact there. Want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether it's rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there like Barry, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 and over, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. All right, guys, want to listen to some fucking voicemails and uh, read some comments? How does that sound? Sure. That sounds terrific. All right, let's get through some comments first. How are you feeling after these two back-to-back quote-unquote losses? Con of the Creek says, annoyed but impressed at the offense and defense coming together despite injuries. I'm not sure, I'm not sure about the offense coming together, but mm. optimism from Con of the Creek. At Runelike14. Sad, but optimistic for the future. Just need to add an elite score, and these young guys are going to be a problem. An elite score. It's not, you know, they're not a dime a dozen. I know, but can, let me just say, I mean, after the two, the last two nights, I mean, it is, it's a big gaping hole. Watching the Nets just go to Kyrie and Harden, and then, you know, you look at the Sixers tonight and with Tobias Harris, and, like, I just don't have the confidence in somebody to just be able to knock down a deep shot at any point in time, and the, you know, and, and the Nets and the and the Sixers, they have that. We we, you know, Bullock. All right, maybe he gets it, maybe he doesn't. Burks, same thing. We don't have that consistent guy that you know is just gonna knock it down at the end of the game. Of course, beyond Julius Randle, we have no stars. We have young guys who might become stars in the future, but we have no stars. Yeah, count I on. mean, we don't have anybody really we can look to. Look at the second unit right now. We're fucking depleted. The team that started the fourth quarter: Obi, Gibson, Ugh. Frank. Burks and who, who was it on the floor? Barrett at the time. I, yeah, Alec Burks is your elite scorer in that unit. You know just, that that's that's like what they've he's literally got nobody coming off the bench. Oh, Obi barely even played again. Truth on Twitter says cut Frank. Oh. What? You, I'm so hard on Frank. How many foul calls do they fucking call against Frank? I think his per 36 minutes with foul calls is like up at about 27 fouls per 36 minutes. His offense right now is as worse as I've ever seen it, and his defense yeah. is as, as good as I've ever seen it. And that yeah. he had that one sequence against Philly where he gave up the ball and then immediately stole the ball right after, and that basically summed up how he's playing right now. Right. His shot fucking looks fucking awful right now. <laughs> he hasn't hit a shot the last two games, has he? I don't think he so. He was shooting no. 62% at one point from three. <laughs> right. I, I think it he's 0 for insane. 9, 0 for 10. <laughs> Dude, his shot, he puts it up. I don't even, I don't think, he, I don't, when's the last time he hit the rim? Yeah, what's going on Three there? weeks ago? Yeah, the there were happening? a couple of air balls tonight. <laughs> what's the excuse there? Maybe it's his groin again. I don't know. My brother That's told cool. me that he thinks his arms are just too gangly and long for him ever to be a good shooter. <laughs> which I think might be true. Could be. Nick's for life says, I'm going to kill myself. Blood pressure is as high as ever. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, my blood, my blood is still <laughs> boiling. And it's, uh, what is it, like an hour after the game ended? Half hour, 45 minutes? My heart was fucking Crazy. beating out of my chest. All right, let's check out some voicemails. This is Brandon after the Brooklyn game. In the GA? Man, let me tell you. It's Brandon in Georgia. I'm not going to whisper because for some reason Blandy thinks it's weird. But god damn, man. You would think that the refs would even attempt to look at the call. That was a horrible call. I'm not saying we would have won, but damn. Like, for real. You would think, man. Like, But Noble, our boys played our hearts out tonight. And even though we missed a lot of shots, I mean, I don't know what the hell Burks was on, man. But, like, either way, we played against two superstars. This team supposedly stacked, and we didn't get blown out. That's huge, you know. But that's just me. I'll let you guys do it. Yeah, here's the deal, um, you know, with these back-to-backs. And and here's why I did put money on the Knicks in this Philly game. Uh, Because you could make the argument, on a back-to-back with the amount of fight that it took the Knicks to play that game that they were going to come out dead against Philly, I knew that wasn't going to happen. I knew the frustration and the anger that they finished that Nets game with was going to carry through to this game, that they were not going to be able to wait to get back on the court, continue where they left off. And I knew they were going to play a full 48 minutes, which is why it was an easy bet for me to to pick the Knicks, especially getting seven. I almost took them straight up. I was like, you know what? Let me have that cushion. That's how I felt. I I I felt they were going to come out. I, I didn't think they were going to take one playoff in this game. They were going to play every possession. Now, again, we saw what happened. I mean, they were able to do it those first three quarters. That that last fourth quarter, okay, it caught up to them. But, I mean, they, it kept them within the game. Um, You know, it would have been great to come off of these four games two and two because, you know, we didn't think it was going to happen. Maybe maybe uh, Craig over there did with his prediction of four straight wins um, <laughs> on this How was trip. I supposed to know? How was I supposed to know the fucking Seth Curry? Was going to do what he did tonight. Yeah. That's right. Come on. It wasn't fucking Seth Curry we had this win. Easy. But, uh, yeah. But I mean, you, you know, you still look, you, you come away with it, what you come away f- with it from, which is, look, we didn't have D Rose in there. He, he's been a big piece to this oh, team. So. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Hey, what, what else can we do? I couldn't give him fucking excuses. last week, Barry, but you can give him today. It's you know, right. what sucks is we dip back down below 500, is what sucks. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at the schedule the rest of the week, I mean, Fingers crossed, you're your game over 500 at, by the end of the week. Well, let's not count our chickens before they hatch, Blanderson. Listen, we dipped below 500, but we, we just gave two of the best teams. We just showed what we could do against t- the two best teams in the East. So maybe there's some more winnable games in there than we really thought. Yeah, except, I mean, the Nets didn't have Durant and the Sixers didn't have Embiid. Oh, that's the thing so you They're still about. great teams. These are still great teams. Yeah, I mean, look, they, yeah, look at the Nets record. They, have way, since... <laughs> they still have way more firepower than we have. The Nets don't need fucking Durant. They could they win don't. the. They could win the East without. Oh, they Durant definitely the can. If season. they want to win the title, they need Durant. But for, I mean, nobody to say that them. to say that we kept it close to the Nets because they didn't have Durant is ridiculous. They they have more firepower than they fucking need. Hey, dudes, it's John calling from New Jersey. After these last two games, I just. I just don't know if I can do it anymore. I don't know if I have the strength. I don't know if I'm emotionally stable enough to be able to. Oh, no. <laughs> do we need to have an intervention with John? Wait, where is, this, where is this going? John, I have your number here. I'm going to call you. <laughs> should we call him right now? Make sure he's okay? Yeah, yeah. Finish the voicemail, and then I think you should call him. <laughs> Watch these games night in and night out. It's, it's like taking 
punches directly to the face, to the gut, to the balls. I'm hoping when I wake up in the morning, I'll be like, John, what were you thinking? It's just a game. You can get back in there. You can you can dial up another game when they, they play in a night or two. You'll be fine. But right now, I just don't know if I'm strong enough to hard Nick's life. Wait, when was this from? This was from yesterday or this is no, from No, no, it said after the two games. So this is, this oh, is so after tonight's game. You should call oh, him. Jesus. Nah, give it until the morning. Give it until the morning. He may not make it till the morning, Blanderson. Yeah, that's that's going to be on us. you. That's, that's not on us. You. It's not, that's, that's on, on you. Knicks. This is a cry for help. You're not some fucking pussy Lakers fan. All right? You're a Knicks fan. Been through a lot. You're going to be through a lot more. Craig's right, John. It's going to get worse. It's going to get better. It's going to get worse. The fact that these games are so important that the Knicks are in a position where these games actually matter and it's making you feel this type of way goes to show the strides that they took. And there's, they're still on their journey forward and, and they need you there as one of their diehards. Yeah. That's a great point from Barry. This is how it feels when you lose games that you felt like you could win. And that's that's actually good that we even have a shot. You know how many times in the 90s when we were really good, how fucking angry I was? It was a great time to watch Knicks basketball, but with that comes a lot of responsibility and heartache. And now that we are a winning basketball team, that's a fucking stretch. <laughs> but now that we're playing decent, yeah. Show now that we're fucking tough losses that are devastating. It's not as devastating when you lose, you know... When you're seven and twenty, and you lose a game, and you're seven and twenty-one, this fucking hurts. Fucking hurts. Well, seem that maybe I wonder how old he is. You know, for people of our age and older, like at least we experience some winning times. So, you know, we know what this is like. But for a lot of the younger people, like the team has sucked their entire life, so they're not used to the up and down. They're just used to, they're just used to the down. Yeah, they're feeling these emotions they've never felt before. All right, y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. They are changing the crumb cake game. They are. They are. Blandy, you love desserts. Why should people go out and order the Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake? Because it's an experience. That's why. The, The crumbs on these cakes are like no crumbs you've ever had before. It's it's just that simple. And every month they have a flavor of the month. This month, it's the Brooklyn Danny Boy. And for March, they have a March Madness promotion. Buy one, get the other 50% off. Right. From holiday gift boxes to their world-famous Crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription you can get for three, six, or 12 months. Go to ClarksonAveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNICKSLIFE for 23% off your order. And they make the news with Blanderson Hooper actually possible. Very true. Give us the fucking news here. Here we go. I got some interesting stuff. Uh, no real Oh, that's news. rare. It's usually fucking boring as shit, but you got interesting <laughs> stuff. That's not, that's that's hurtful. That's really- that's, I've actually got some interesting stuff tonight. That's No, I mean like not like regular news stuff. Uh, first off, I don't know if you saw this, Kyle Kuzma in the Lakers game against the Warriors- uh, shot a technical and put up a, an air ball that everybody was ripping him on. And then after the game, they asked him about it. And he said that there had been a 3.5 earthquake in San Francisco and it had caused some shaking. And that's what had led to the air ball. There, there, there was no no earthquake. It's a great response though. No earthquake. Now, and it looked like he was being serious. Like there's no laugh afterwards. Like yeah, there would have been. There was an earthquake, and no, it looked like he was really trying to use that as a, as an excuse. If you saw it, 
So you got that. Uh, Colin Sexton, part of the Sexland duo in Cleveland, uh, apparently was in some hot water the other day for liking a post on, uh, or no, a tweet that uh, had said that Kevin Love had stolen $120 million from the Cavs and that it was the heist of the century. Um, he then unliked that tweet after people started pointing to the fact that he, he liked that tweet. Uh, LaMelo, there is an account on Instagram claiming to have a sex tape of LaMelo from back oh, in 2019, damn. which, you know, is not the first sex tape to be um, thrown out there, apparently, with the with the ball boys, because apparently, like, two years ago, there was a transgender model who claimed she had a sex tape with LiAngelo. Wow. So, and that's yeah. A I mean, how young is LaMelo? <sighs> what is he, 19, 20? So it's a sex tape from he's like seventeen. It's it's from like well I I guess so, yeah. 18. If anybody released that, that's got to be fucking like. Is that more illegal? No, it depends. I mean, it depends what the age of consent is wherever it was. What's the Drew League? Apparently, the the person on Instagram claims that it was when he was in the Drew League. Well, it's somewhere overseas. Was that is Australia? That, that's not the thing Israel? in Australia. No, is it? no, the Drew League is like a summer basketball like. Streetball League. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. In Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, so it's Come from on, a couple guys. years ago. You got to fucking know this if you're going to be on this podcast. There's also rumors that he Overseas? is right now. Well, I know. There's also rumors that he's dating some uh, hot 32-year-old Instagram model. Because uh, she was at one of the games the other day, sitting with all of his friends. Is that news? But, Every fucking NBA player is dating some hot Instagram well, model. She's 32 and he's 19, so... And then uh, LeBron, apparently, and Maverick hmm. Carter just uh, became part owner of the uh, Boston Red Sox. Another reason to hate the fucking Red Sox. They are the only black partners in um, in the history of the, it's a positive. of the Boston Red Sox organization, or the, the group that owns the Red Sox now, which I think is like this Fenway Sports Group. And then last but not least, the Mavs are 20 and 18. 20 and 18. And that's the way... You can go to sleep now, Blandy. I'm, I'm tired. You had some heavy yawns leading into the show tonight. Yes, I did. You're ready to go? Are you going to make it through the end? Of course I will. I'm here. I'm here for if the If I podcast. decide to give you the, ske the schedule, is it going to be a long one? Because I need it quick. You need it quick? I mean, listen. Okay, fuck this. All right, that's going to do it for tonight's show. All right, guys, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnickslife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin, and you can follow Blandy, a.k.a. J, at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us, as always, at 516-33-MESH-1. Phone lines are open 24-7 to take your message. Whatever you want to call about. And should we ask John to call us back to, to let us know if he's okay? Oh, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, We'd appreciate a call back tomorrow. Um, after you listen to the show, just let us know everything's good. Because I don't need to be going through the obituaries of every like New Jersey oh, newspaper. That wouldn't, you know. That's not fucking funny, Jay. No. No, no we really are I was trying to be serious. Oh, you are serious. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to, I mean, we don't need to do that, do we? We don't I need to do that. that. What, do we, we're going to go check all the hospitals? Yeah, just to make sure. Make sure John's okay. Yeah, what if he doesn't us. call Let us back? know you're okay, What John? if he doesn't call us back? Then what do we do? Because we're going to be wondering for months if that was like, if you're not going to call us back. All right. 
Um, remember, if you like our show, please leave us a positive review and or a five-star rating wherever you listen to the show. And you get our merch at hardnextlife.threadless.com. How are those Obi-Wan t-shirts doing right now? Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Ouch. How's, how's fucking Obi-Wan doing right the, now? The, the one is for the amount of minutes he plays per game. Ooh, how about that dunk tonight? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, there's like so much space in front of him. Just him in the rim, man. He could have done that dunk from the slam dunk contest, that first one. He had enough room to yeah. do that. Bounce the ball through his fucking legs, catch it, and reverse dunk it. I don't know what he was trying to do. I tweeted out that that, that, that dunk attempt was better than any of Anthony Simons' dunks from the dunk contest. Right. And someone wrote, well, he did kiss the floor. <laughs> so, that's, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. All right, Barry, let, why don't you give us the schedule for this week? You got it, Craig. Well, we're coming off of four games on the road to do four games at the Garden. We've got Thursday night against Orlando. Win. Sunday night against Philly, a little rematch. Win. Tuesday night against Washington. Win. And Easy. then next Thursday against Washington again. Win. Four in a row coming up. Mm. Who's ready? I'm ready. Three or four. I say 24 and 21. Probably three or four. Three or four. That'll get us back to a game over. See how he did that, Blandy? No bullshit. Well, I mean, you said this week, and he basically went through most of next week, but then didn't finish out next week, so... I went for the next seven days, okay? The next week. I mean, you said for the rest of the week. Well, you said the rest of the week. And, and I and I took artistic liberty to give you the next homestand. There's no okay? liberty with rest of the week. There's, there is there's liberty. A, there's a definitive end and a beginning to every week. When you give the schedule, week. you give it how you want to give it. When I give the schedule, I'll do it how I want to do it. No, but don't say that there's arti- No, there's a definitive end and a definitive beginning to every week. He That's said how weeks the, work. All right. He said the week. I took it as a week. You guys are going to do this every week? You think people, you don't think people are going to get sick of it? This act? With the bickering? Yeah. Whatever, it's ridiculous. As if, like, you you really give a fuck who gives the schedule? Just if you're going to do it, do it the right way. <laughs> you guys you guys do actually fucking care. That's what's fucking weird about this. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.